Hello, and welcome to a new podcast uh, for the Lancet Global Health. My name is Anne Roca, and today we are speaking with Dr. Olakunli Alonge from the Johns Hopkins University, who will lead us through some of the results of a study to be published in the August issue of the journal on a topic of great importance for global health, uh, which is that of injuries, and in this particular case, injuries in Bangladesh. Dr. Alonge, welcome. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, like Anne said, um, my name is Olakunle Alonge, and um, I'm an assistant uh, professor at the uh, Johns Hopkins uh, School of Public Health, and um, I also coordinate uh, child injury programs at the Johns Hopkins International um, Injury Research Unit. Um, and um, I work primarily in injuries, um, understanding the epidemiology of injuries, the burden of injuries, and also implementing interventions for injury prevention. Uh, and I also work in health systems, uh, looking at strengthening health systems in low- and middle-income countries and uh, in implementation science, looking at how to package uh, complex interventions for injuries and other uh, major burden of diseases in, 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 uh, in the low- and middle-income countries. That's great. Thank you very much, um, Dr. Alonge. So, indeed, your study is looking at the burden of injuries in Bangladesh, which um, is a country where injuries have been evaluated before, but maybe not as comprehensively. Um, and actually, a nice feature of your analysis is that it's based on real data, uh, data that's gathered through a survey as opposed to data that's extra extrapolated through modeling. And, in fact, one thing we were impressed with was the size of your census, which is quite impressive. So. Can you please tell us a little bit more about the survey and the population it covered? Oh, uh, sure. Um, I'll be happy to. Um, in, in fact, uh, maybe I should take a step back to reflect on why uh, we did um, a survey, which was actually a census, and, um, and not use some of the other traditional methods for uh, injury research. Um, one of the uh, impressions that we had going into the study was the realization that um, there is an eating burden of injuries, especially in low- and middle-income countries, um, because uh, most traditional sources uh, for calculating or estimating a burden of disease often don't capture injury outcomes, both fatal and non-fatal injury outcomes. For instance, most injuries don't report to health facilities in low- and middle-income countries. And um, global burden of disease data that are based on some of those traditional sources might actually miss uh, the representation of, of such outcomes. And uh, the second thing that we, we also realized was that uh, we needed to be as comprehensive as possible in terms of um, being able to characterize um, the injury, the distribution of injury within the population. So we knew we would have to go to a population that is well-defined. And uh, one of the ways we thought we could do that is to capture uh, a, a well-defined geographical area or socio-political area and then look comprehensively at um, the distribution of um, injuries and other demographic uh, outcomes within that population. So what we did, in fact, was, uh, like I said, it was a census. Um, and uh, the census covered um, geographically defined uh, areas in rural Bangladesh. So we're looking at uh, places that were diverse, yet representative of uh, the rural parts of the country. 
and we're also looking at places where we could uh, implement a comprehensive assessment given um, existing resources that are available in those in those areas. Um, with regards to some of the roles uh, that our partners in, in the country have been playing in those communities. So um, shortly after that, we felt we, felt we know what the, what the communities are, we know what uh, the areas are. And then the next plan was to make sure that we cover every population in, in, in the area that we have selected. So we selected uh, seven sub-districts, uh, which um, like uh, states, uh, which you know, in the United States or, or, or counties in some other parts of the world. Uh, we selected seven sub-districts in Bangladesh, uh, which are mainly rural areas uh, dispersed across uh, different zones of the country. And um, we looked at, within those seven sub-districts, we understood that there were um, 83 unions. Uh, 83 unions are the sub-divisions within the district. They are like, um, um, for instance, a county within a state in the U.S. Um, or local governments within a state uh, in, in some parts of Africa. So we looked at uh, the unions. We look at out of the 83 unions that comprise the seven sub-districts, we, we went to 51 unions, uh, simply because we wanted a place where we could work and, um, and where prior studies on injury prevention has not been done extensively, so that it would give us a true picture of the burden of injury uh, in, in the rural part of Bangladesh. So and and uh, once we came to the 53 unions for the seven sub-districts, we knew we had to go to everybody within that population uh, because it was an opportunity and it was going to be a first time where we would be able to characterize injuries not just only for a certain age groups but for all age groups across the li across the lifespan, and uh, we're going to be looking at all types of injuries. So um, we ended up um, going to. Um, collecting information on about 1.2 million people uh, from about 270,000 um, um that were all represented within uh, the 53 unions that uh, we were working on. And obviously to do this, we needed to have a strong partnership with um, our colleagues in Bangladesh, um, the Center for Injury Prevention Research, and the International Center for uh, Diarrhea Diseases Research in, in Bangladesh. Um, they, they already had representation in this community, so it was easy to expand um, in the areas where they were working already uh, so as to cover uh, the large number of people that, that we did cover in, in the study. So, I mean, I've been, I mean, thinking through the selection of the population, um, we then felt, okay, the next thing was to really see how can we then define injuries in a way that we don't miss out on um, some important findings. Um, so we chose the case definition that we, uh, we knew from the literature was both sensitive and specific uh, for um, injury um, uh, research. And that is to look at uh, individuals that has um, reported any case of an injury incident and if the incidents have led to a loss of a day at work or a loss of a day at school. That is to say the injury is remarkable enough um, to keep the individual away from work or to keep uh, the individual away from school. And, um, and then we capture all of injuries that are so defined, um, looking at different uh, external causes of injuries. Then we also wanted to anchor that um, in classification that is scientifically uh, proven. 
Uh, therefore, we use the uh, international classification of diseases to classify the external causes of, um, of, of, of injuries. Um, and that took us through about um, 12 to 14 different mechanisms, uh, ranging from suicide, drowning, cuts, fall, bones, uh, road traffic injuries, and so on and so forth. To ensure that we do have all injuries represented, we, we also looked at other forms or other, other variants of definitions for the, diff, for the same uh, external causes, uh, even in our uh, operational uh, definition. And um, to implement this, it, it was really uh, going to take a lot of um, uh, people, uh, researchers, um, field workers, and um, we were fortunate enough to have um, the two local partners that I had mentioned earlier on, uh, together with the Jesuke International Injury Research Unit, um, based in Baltimore, to be able to uh, um, assess um, this population through um, um, field workers uh, that we recruited within Bangladesh. So really it was an opportunity to train, again, to build capacity um, within the rural areas and to um, ensure that uh, even when the research is long finished, uh, we have uh, people who can do uh, injury work uh, in those communities. Yeah, that's really great. I mean, it's a really a comprehensive approach, both from a ge geographical coverage point of view and, and um, also the population covered. So uh, that was really, really nice. Um, regarding your results, there, there were some expected patterns in your results. Um, for example, there were higher rates of um, both fatal and non-fatal injuries among males, uh, which is often seen. Um, people with a lower level of education also were more frequently injured and, and also certain occupational groups showed higher rates. Uh, but, but your study also showed some surprising results, uh, particularly on drowning and the high burden of suicides. Uh, can you please give us just uh, the highlights of your findings really quickly? So uh, the highlights are such that um, we overall um, the first thing that we can report is that um, even though we had gone to a well-defined geographical area, in terms of the distribution for age and sex within our population uh, for our study, it actually matches closely with the population for the entire country of Bangladesh, which was really reassuring for us. I mean, and the fact that we, I mean, if we go to a large population, we probably are going to be able to represent um, significantly uh, the larger population. And then more importantly, it, it reflected uh, uh, the distribution within, also within the rural, rural part of Bangladesh. Uh, and it's not surprising because 72% uh, of Bangladesh is rural. So it's, it's most likely that if we really do capture the rural area, then we would have actually reflected on the entire population. And uh, the second thing um, is the fact that uh, the death rate that we observed in the study, that is the overall death rate, for the entire population uh, in the study uh, also matches um, that for, for the census from Bangladesh. So again, some of those expectations were met. So we had about um, uh, 539 deaths uh, per 100,000, uh, or put uh, in another way, about uh, five to six deaths uh, per, per 1,000 population. And, um, and um, Particularly, like you said, um, we, we also saw some of the pattern that we expected in terms of um, uh, the, the types of injuries, the rate of the injuries, the distribution of the injuries. Um, so for uh, the absolute rate of injury, 
we we know that there were about 38 injury uh, mortality per under thousand population. And for every injury mortality, we were able to find about 474 non-fatal injury outcomes. That is to say, for every one injury death, about 474 uh, non-fatal injury outcome was reported in the population. And then, um, again, most of the injuries were uh, found among males compared to females. Uh, most of the injuries were found among uh, people in the extreme of age groups, uh, the one to four years old, and those above uh, 64, uh, 64 and above. Um, the injuries were, were particularly noticeable among um, some um, occupational class, uh, those who work in transport, uh, who drive the shop in, in, in the area. So these are some of the things we expected. We also expected that uh, bonds was going to be common among, male, among females uh, relative to the males, and so on and so forth. However, the interesting thing that we found, uh, uh, which was um, which perhaps have not been previously reported, was the extent of uh, of drowning uh, and the burden of drowning, not just only for children between the ages of one and four, but for the entire population in Bangladesh. So drowning was in fact found to be the leading cause of injury death for all population groups in Bangladesh. So previously we knew that um, uh, drowning was commonest among um, the children, um, children especially between the ages of one to four. But in this study we found that not only were we seeing drowning among these children, even for the adult age groups, drowning was still the leading cause of injury death. Uh, which is surprising because um, in, 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 in most um, countries and in other global uh, uh, literature, uh, often that position belongs to road traffic, um, road traffic injuries. And then um, the second thing, again, that was also uh, surprising uh, is the burden of, of, of suicide, like you said. Um, we found that suicide was the leading cause of injury death for individuals between the ages of 15 and 24 years old. And then when we disaggregated and looked closely into this uh, uh, array, we found that more than 50% of these joining deaths was among uh, uh, females, among uh, young adolescent girls. Um, uh, and and, and it, it, it was really, uh, I mean, something that we didn't expect to see. We knew that um, suicide is an issue, but we didn't know that it was such a big issue uh, in, in, in a country like Bangladesh. And, um, and um, one of the things that uh, struck us is that um, there are a lot that is going on in the population that we do not see if we do not actually go to the population to collect the data. So, I mean, going back to the first question that we're thinking through in terms of how do you collect data, extrapolating data from models, extrapolating data from fertility-based results, extrapolating data from all of these other sources, we really do miss um, some of these important findings. Um, uh, for instance, uh, uh, suicide uh, among uh, the young adolescent females. And, um, and then the other important fact was that um, we knew that um, injury was common among people of um, low, uh, uh, low socioeconomic status. But when we looked at um, uh, the results, we found that injury death, the rate of injury death was actually the same, virtually the same across all of the uh, uh, different socioeconomic groups. However, when we turn the focus on non-fatal injuries, that is to say injury that did not result in death, we found that the body was significantly 
borne by people in the lower socioeconomic class. So it, 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 it suggests that um, indeed, while the outcomes of fatality might be the same, uh, most of the injury that did not result into death was actually being borne by individuals of the lower socioeconomic class. And this speaks to access about um, 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 health services that they are able to receive. It speaks to access to emergency care. It speaks to access to first aid treatment and so on. And then um, lastly, based on the um, results that uh, we, the, uh, the rates that we have generated, uh, when we extrapolated the rates to the entire population for, for the rural part of the country, um, it struck us that um, about uh, 4,000, close to about 44,000 44, 45, deaths actually occur in Bangladesh annually, and this is due to injuries alone. And about um, uh, 21 million people report significant uh, non-fatal injury uh, that is severe enough to keep them from going to work or going to school. And, and, and that again speaks to the remarkable uh, burden of, of injury in the country. And, um, and, and it also begins to make us to think about um, uh, uh, the shifting burden of disease in the country, because we know that um, uh, while this rate is, is high for injuries, uh, when we compare it to other uh, non-injury causes, uh, the rates are actually on the decline. And, um, and all of these actually make us to know that maybe it's, it's high time for us to, to begin to talk about interventions and to strategize into addressing uh, this problem. Yes, indeed. And it's a huge burden. And um, it's really nice to have the overall picture, like the one you're providing. It's also really nice to see that um, um, the level of disaggregation of your data um, in terms of socioeconomic factors, like you were saying, provides really a lot of clarity on the burden of injuries in Bangladesh. So we can hope that those results will have an impact, right? Uh, you mentioned a few already, um, a few interventions that could be um, put in place to uh, try to reduce the burden. But what do you hope will be the, the impact of these results uh, in the country and, and even potentially elsewhere? I mean, our hope is that and the first is to raise awareness, actually, is to raise awareness about this hidden burden. I mean, before now, we had focused a lot on other causes of uh, uh, deaths and causes of disease in low- and middle-income countries. Um, uh, the hope is that uh, this study will draw the light to uh, to the how expensive uh, uh, injury and the burden of injury is uh, in is in um, rural parts of Bangladesh and in fact in rural parts of other low and middle income countries. So that's the first thing. Um, uh, and then the second thing is that we are hoping again that this will also make us to prioritize decisions for strategies and interventions uh, for addressing uh, uh, health in Bangladesh and, in fact, addressing global health in low- and middle-income countries. Uh, that is to say that uh, perhaps uh, for Bangladesh particularly, we will uh, be looking at um, implementation of strategies to address drowning for um, the children and also for all other age groups. So we know that some interventions like um, the crutch, which is really a daycare, has been tried in Bangladesh for addressing drowning. 
we're hoping that uh, maybe this result will speak um, to policymakers and to stakeholders to think through about how to scale up such interventions that have been shown to have some uh, form of um, 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 effect in, in, in improving uh, or reducing drowning rates in the country. And then perhaps strategize for other uh, interventions for uh, the other age groups. And then uh, thirdly, we are hoping that um, we would be able to look more closely into why suicide among uh, the very young adults. So like I did mention earlier on in Bangladesh, between, for those between the ages of 15 and 24, suicide was the leading cause of injury death. And, and I, I think this is a conversation that we should have with, with, in, in a larger forum in terms of why uh, are these suicides happening in Bangladesh, uh, and especially in the rural part of the country. We have some ideas based on other studies that have been reported on why that might be, but there's a need for um, further inquiry into this. And, and that should lead us to uh, interventions which we, we hope would address some of the social cultural factors uh, that predisposes um, uh, young females or young adolescents uh, to suicide in, in that part of the world. And then thirdly, uh, sorry, fourthly, we're also hoping that um, uh, because of the significant burden um, of, of injuries among the people of low social, low, 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 lower socioeconomic class, that um, uh, we might begin to think about how we prioritize uh, health services and resources in the health systems for improving health of population. For instance, uh, this study was done mainly in rural parts of the country. Uh, maybe it's high time that um, uh, we, we carefully uh, organize uh, health services, health services, such that emergency care, uh, first aid care, uh, injury prevention care is actually made available in the rural part of the country, and it's not just concentrated in the urban centers. Uh, if, if that is in, in the picture in the rural area, is showing to us that um, the vulnerable populations are indeed the ones suffering most, even uh, um, the burden of injuries. We're also hoping that um, this will also help to improve uh, estimates of uh, injury rates uh, for global. Uh, burden of disease uh, data. That is to say that uh, more and more attention should be placed to population-based studies uh, that really gives a picture beyond what we see based on facility-based data, um, especially for injuries, because um, a lot of injuries go un unreported and uh, are therefore missed uh, when, we count, uh, when we count globally. And then uh, extrapolating to other low- and middle-income countries, um, uh, we're hoping that this will speak to the shifting uh, burden of disease. That is to say, uh, the, the awareness that um, up until now, the emphasis has been on communicable disease, the emphasis has been on, 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 on vaccine-preventable disease, which is, which is important because all of those things are really important for improving uh, our health and our population health. Uh, but we should also begin to realize that um, other major causes of diseases and death are actually emerging in lower middle income countries. For instance, suicide in Bangladesh, drowning in Bangladesh, and perhaps there are other injury causes that are emerging in other parts of the world. Uh, and maybe we should begin to turn studies to begin to tease out these causes so that we don't miss yet another opportunity to make uh, impact in, in, in improving global health and in reducing uh, deaths from preventable causes.
That's great. Thank you very much, Dr. Alonghi, for being with us today. And um, we wish you the best on, um, on future studies and on uh, uh, reporting on further work on injuries uh, in Bangladesh and elsewhere. Thank you very much.